0: And you know, sometimes I get sick and tired. Say sick and tired. I get sick and tired of rumor religion. Mm. I get sick and tired of opinions for facts when it comes down to kingdom. When it comes down to this thing we here call the Bible. You know, we love to say, you know, what God said and what God is thinking and this, that, and the third. But, in, but this right here is our, this our guy. This is, this is the thing that we can cross-reference. Like when you hear something in your head, cross-reference it with the Word of God. He said, try the Spirit by the Spirit. See, you got a way of doing that. You know, you can get in the Word and line it up. You know, because that's the thing about God. He changed not, right? He doesn't change. He's the same God yesterday. He's the same God today. And tomorrow when you look Him up, He'll be the same God then. He's the same God he, he never changes but for some reason with the times and with the trends we have a tendency to think that we can shift the mind of God we can like we can change his principles and his precepts and we can say you can't Mm-mm, cannot God's word stands and he even said before anything from this be deleted or changed that the whole world would be gone right the way before any of this change. So that lets you know that's how serious he is about his word. So we've got to, and, and, and there's a couple of things that's out here and, and sometimes I have to talk about the things that are trending because if we don't watch ourselves, this is how little things creep up in the church. This is how little things happen uh, that people think that they're falling behind the voice of God Because somebody that they love or think uh, 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 is a person that has an influence over them says something. And now they take into consideration what this person said is truth. Naturality is fable. And there's a lot of what I call ministry fable teachings going on. And it starts in uh, sometimes, I got to say this. I know some of it comes from the pulpit, false false, uh, doctrine. But sometimes these false doctrines start in the pew. Self-taught, self-educating pew members who don't yield themselves to rightly divide the word of truth come up with their own interpretation of the word of God. And then go out and spread it as if it's God's given, as if God has spoken to them and gave them insight on on a topic or a subject, and it's absolutely nothing there. It's, it, it doesn't. It actually will contradict in the Word of God what they're saying. And so this is just some, and especially in this day and time, we got so much going on um, when it comes down to I, I'm gonna say black folk. You know, we 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 got this so backwards. Yes, we are a nation of people. Yes, we are people as as considered uh, black people or African American people. Happy, I want to classify us. But I'm gonna tell you now, there is nothing in the heavens or the earth that justifies us because of our race. Okay, I'm gonna leave that right there. I don't care that, that everybody came from the region where black people w- w- was, was the race and Jesus was, you know, uh, uh, coming from an area where he was a, 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 black, uh, a black man or whatever. It's irrelevant to me because basically what we're fighting about is pigmentation. We're, we're, we're fighting against nature's way of protecting a human flesh. Skin, you know, Africans, sun, pigmentation keeps us from being, you know, it's kind of a barrier, whereas in, you know, it, it, it's the darkening of the skin, whereas in, you know, the, you know, white people that didn't need that in Europe too much because it wasn't that sun like that. You didn't didn't need the dark pigmentation in the skin. You know what I'm saying? So we are really fighting battles. And and some of it is being classified as, as religion based off of skin color. And I'm telling you, you won't find that in the Bible. You won't find it in the Bible. It's a street fight. Okay. But that wasn't my topic. But that's just part of some of the stuff that we got to be watchful for in the kingdom, especially when it comes to our young people who are at the time and the age when they're young, they're trying to find their identity. And in the kingdom of God, young people are still looking for their identity. And sometimes if the wrong message is out there, they'll gravitate to it and think that this is what I'm supposed to be talking about or this is what I'm supposed to be believing, holding fast to. But my topic tonight, being who we are in Christ as he said we are, not not what the world dictates to what we are or what what they're trying to impose upon us. Christ, the salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, that is the salvation we ought to hold fast to. That is the gospel that we ought to hold fast to. We got a lot of gospel out here. I call it gossip. <laughs> Holy gossip. <laughs> it's not the gospel. It is not pertaining to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. It is pertaining to our own personal issues. Our own personal feelings that we try to formulate Religion, faith, steps in getting a relationship with, with, with God. There's one way to get a relationship with God and that's through his son, Jesus Christ, the gospel, the gospel of Jesus Christ, the good news of Jesus Christ. He is the good news. So this is where we got to get back to. Let's not add or take away from the gift of life. Don't do that. I got here. Legalism has no bearing on salvation. Legalism has no bearing on salvation, including foods. You know, we got some people that if you if you if you eat the pig, they will damn your soul. They will condemn you to hell for eating pig meat. Now, this is what I'm going to say. I believe that the body has things that we need to do to take care of it. That I believe. But what I put in my mouth will not condemn me and I know you say oh the Old Testament said that we are not eat the hoof you know the, the the split hoof of animal I I get I get what y'all say. we got to look at the the foot of the animal and that determines whether or not we'll be able to eat it hmm? <laughs> I get it It was a law. It was, they had uh, clean and unclean animals. I get it. And then salvation through Jesus Christ. Let's read. Because I know y'all, I know I got skeptics on here. So come on, let's read. Let's go to Mark. Let's go down. Mark, uh, the 7th chapter, the 14th through the 16th verse. I got a couple of topics that I'm hitting on tonight. One of them is uh, what we eat. Because I, you know, social media, you know, the the the, the, uh, the social media evangelists, or evangel evangelists, uh, out there teaching erroneous information, erroneous doctrine, half truths. You know, that's like it's like telling people that um, that we can uh, be reconciled to God, but don't tell us about Jesus Christ. You know, you're telling only half the story. Yeah, we came out of Egypt and into the promised land, and, and but you you forgot to tell him that we also have another deliverer for mankind. His name is Jesus Christ. Brought us out of the bondage of sin into the promised land of eternity with Christ, with God. We we, we forget about that, but we gotta we gotta stick to say the words to the word. And then when you only know in part, you teach that way. So you have to study to show yourself. You have to read the the whole story. Get the conclusion of it. Don't read one part and don't read part two. Mark seventh uh, chapter 14 through 16. It says, and when he had called all the people unto him, he said unto them, hearken unto me, every one of you, and understand. There is nothing from a, from without a man. That entereth into him. Can defile him. But the things which come out of him. Those are they. That defile the man. So if any man have ears to hear. Let him hear. So here is Jesus making it clear. Making it plain. In. He said he he called the people to him. Why? Because that's the buzz. You know there's things out there being said. Being done. People got opinions. Thoughts. You know, and Jesus is like, come in. let me tell y'all something. Come in. Hear me. He says, hearken unto me every one of you and understand. Like, get a clarity here. There is nothing from without a man. Nothing. Nothing that's going to be on the outside that enters into him. Like, anything that I take into my body cannot defile me. It's what comes out of me that can defile me, because where does that come from? From my heart. What defiles me is what comes out of me. That's the thing that can separate me. That's the thing that can get me separated from God, separated from my Lord and Savior, have my soul uh, lost. Is what's in me that is come that is brought out. But eating with dirty hands. Eating pig, eating shellfish, eating these things have no bearing on your salvation. Acts uh, 10, 10, 19, 10 verse 9 through 14, starting with verse 9, it says, As the next day, as Cornelius, a messenger, was nearing the town, Peter went up on the flat roof to pray. And it was about noon. And ten, he was hungry. But while a meal was being prepared, he fell into a trance. That means he had a vision. He wasn't asleep, but he wasn't necessarily conscious. He was in a trance. He was having a vision. His his attention had been pulled here. It it, it speaks, he saw the sky open and something like a large sheet was let down by its four corners. In the sheet were all sorts of animals, reptiles, and birds. Mm. Then a voice voice said to him, get up, Peter, kill and eat them. Mm. Eat what? All sorts of animals, reptiles, and birds. Get up, Peter! Kill and eat them. Peter, in verse fourteen, says, "No, Lord!" Peter declared, "I have never eaten anything that our Jewish laws have declared impure, unclean." Let me get you that verse back because I don't—I cut it off. Acts. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Come on, we gotta—we gotta learn to study our word. Uh. Verse 10, 10 through, let me get to 15. Okay, so Peter said, Not so, Lord, for I have never eaten anything that was common or unclean. And here in the NLT version, he says, I have never eaten anything that our Jewish laws have declared impure unclean. But verse 15 says, And the boy spoke unto him again the second time, What God has cleansed, that call not die common or unclean what in other words, what God has declared to be edible, clean, you can't come back and now say it's unclean. He said, get up, kill it, eat it And for some of y'all, cook it well. Don't do meat some of that stuff okay. This is this the stuff we gotta we gotta keep when we read the word of God. Read the whole word. Cross reference. Look and see what God is saying, because we used to have to kill bullocks, lambs. We used to have to put these things doves on. We have to put them on the altar at one time. That did not make that. Uh, uh, unlawful back then that was what it took then then Jesus Christ come on walk with me just a little bit then Christ hit the scene and now that made that nothing and void and when Christ hit the scene see he fulfilled a lot of things they had to kill off animals for sacrifice to, to, to have a, 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 a atonement To, in order to, to, to be in right standing again with God. Because of the transgressions that they have performed. Or committed. But when Christ. The gospel. The good news showed up. See now. We don't have to go and have those barbecues like that no more. We don't have to do that anymore. Come on. And so because now that is now no longer a necessity. Because we have the ultimate sacrifice. Mm-hmm. On a continual basis. What he did covered it all. Past, present, future, all covered everything. So now the animals are left for us to have dinner, and not a sacrifice. It's a different kind of sacrifice now. It's a sacrifice of you know between me and the animals. Who gonna live? And, and who gonna eat? And who ate? God said, and it says, the voice spoke and said unto uh, him again the second time, what God, who, what God has cleansed, that call not thou unclean. See, that's where we got to be very, very careful. Now, should we be modest in, in, in our consumption of some things? We should. But we need to be that way with with cake. Yeah. We need to be that way with chocolate. We need to be that way with you know. You can drink too much water. You can die from drinking to, for being overhydrated. Yeah. And we're supposed to have water, but anything not done in modest can be a harm. That's what we have to understand. We have to understand. How to balance. Let's talk a little bit more. I hope this is uh, helping y'all because what I want you to do is to have an answer. Because sometimes y'all need to have an answer to some of the foolishness that's out there. Sometimes you just need to tell somebody, um, no, that's that's not what that's saying. And if it is, but let me tell you what the uh, the new covenant brought. Because we have an old covenant and we have a new covenant. See, sometimes we wanna we wanna live in the old covenant. You know, we 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 overly consume about what we eat. I don't wanna eat the pea, I don't wanna eat this, I don't wanna eat shell peas, I don't eat this, this, this. but you let the most foulest things fly out of your mouth, the most hateful things fly out of your mouth. You don't have the love of God in your heart. Come on, peoples. It's not what I'm eating that's gonna cause me to miss heaven. It's what's in my heart that I let spew out of my mouth that's going to cause me to miss heaven. This is the part we got to get right. This is the part we got to get an understanding in. We want to do legalism. We want to look like the world, like, we, like the Pharisees and the Sadducees. They have a form of godliness, denying the power. Power what? Power to love. Yes, yes. That power. We don't have the ability to love people the way they need to be loved. But we consumed about is that is that pork sausage or is that pork ribs whatever? <laughs> Let's go to Colossians. This is one of my, my 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 main scriptures here. This is the meat to to uh, to this whole thing that we're doing about eating and consuming what we're eating, being with with the legalism. You know, because they had a whole little piece one time about the Sabbath. You know, you got a whole religion. I ain't going to call it out. Got a whole religion, a whole faith practice of people who believe that if you don't go to church on Saturday, no matter what, heaven is not your home. Ah. Let's read. (laughs) It says here in Colossians. Let's go to Colossians 2. Because sometimes we just need to... To just slap down some of these things, this is the stuff that keeps us in bondage. Legalism, you know. That's why you know. If you ever noticed, C- Christ had great love. You know he 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 demonstrated he demonstrated great love to everybody, but the Pharisees. <laughs> they got on his nerve. Why do you think they got on his nerve? Their legalism. They're, they're holier than thou they know they too fell short yet they stand there and hold people hostage to things that they themselves weren't even able to do that part and then have the audacity to to, to take the law and use it as a battering ram against the people of God that's why he, that's why he called them vipers You know what a viper is a snake. Yeah, viper. Because they take legalism and use it against the people instead of, a, instead of speaking the word of God to set people free. Colossians uh, 2, starting with the 8th verse, going through the 11th, and I'm going to skip there and go from 13 to 18. So starting with 8 through 11. It says here, don't let anyone capture you with empty philosophies and high sounding nonsense that come from human thinking. And from the spiritual powers of this world, rather than from Christ, it says here: for in Christ lives uh, all. Uh, I can't even read now. For in Christ lives all the fullness of God in human body. So you also are complete through your union with Christ, who is the head over every ruler and authority. Over what? Every ruler and authority. What authority? Legalism. That was a rule and an authority Mm -hmm. And there's even A scripture and I don't know if I'm going ahead of myself Where he says the Sabbath was made For man Mm -hmm. Not man for the Sabbath And he says In this paraphrasing, And being that I the Lord The creator The the, the, the one that that Brought it out And gave it to you That's for y'all that ain't for me I supersede that, so that's why when the Pharisees and the Sadducees came at Christ for doing things on the Sabbath like healing or setting people free on the Sabbath, and the Pharisees would come with their with their rendition of how come you doing this on the Sabbath and this that and the third, and he's like, listen, what I am, I supersede this the Sabbath thing that you honor honoring. the love for people. To have them delivered and set free Sets me above that This is what we got to get to It says here verse uh, Verse 10 It says so, so you also Are complete through your union with Christ Who is the head over every ruler and authority Verse 11 It says here when you came to Christ You were circumcised But not by physical procedure Christ performed a spiritual circumcision A cutting away of sinful nature See, because you got people who still want think if you ain't circumcised that you um you 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 you're not gonna make it. And what and what Christ was cutting away was the 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 sinful nature. That that's the part of us that's not needed. That's the part of us that keep you know a natural man. The circumcision is the thing that keeps him from being. uh, bacteria's and things like that that could that could cause infections and stuff. This is the extra; it's not needed. That extra skin is not needed, and the cutting away of that it is is kind of like in the Old Testament was a foretelling of what the the New Testament would have. In other words, the sinful nature; Christ cut that away. That was the circumcision, the circumcision of the heart, the things that hide. The hidden stuff that causes the buildup of, of things that aren't good for us. That's what, the, that's what that is the, fore, the foretelling of. So here we get all caught up in, this, in, the, in the fact that circumcision or not circumcised. This <laughs> circumcision of the heart. Foods that we eat that 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 you may not feel like is 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 good for you or whatever. That's to you, to your palate. But that has no bearing on my soul salvation. That has no bearing on anybody's soul salvation. And I just read it to you, but you're probably trying to hold on. So, verse 16, go verse thirteen. Verse thirteen says, and it's thirteen through eighteen. He says, "You were dead because of your sins and because of your sinful nature, were not yet cut away. Then God made you alive with Christ." For he forgave all of our sins. He canceled the record of charges against us and took it away by nailing it to the cross. Verse 15. In this way, he disarmed the spiritual rulers and authorities. Who's that? He shamed them publicly by his victory over them on the cross. The Pharisees, the Sadducees who have all this legalism. He disarmed them. He took away their power. You don't have to go to the priest now for, for uh homage. You don't have to pay homage to the priest now to to for uh uh, uh 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 redemption. You don't you don't have to go tell the priest nothing, and all the hail marys in the world is not gonna get your soul saved. We have a a, a, a mediator, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ that stands between us and our father who stands and and and, and says I, I gave my I gave my sacrifice on the cross for them. Mm-hmm. He's the one who stands between us and our charges. Oh, yeah he's the he's he's our uh our, our redeemer he paid that every time every time somebody tried to Pull it up and say well you know you did such and such a, It's been paid I got receipts See we got receipts The Lord and Jesus Christ gave us receipts We don't have to Live under the condemnation Of the old man This, this word of God here says here Verse 16 it says, So don't let anyone condemn you For what you eat or drink What does that say in Verse 16 So don't let anyone condemn you for what you eat or drink. Or for not celebrating certain holidays or new moon ceremonies or what? Sabbaths. It's right here. Colossians. Second chapter, verse 16, tells us that we cannot be condemned because you don't hold the Sabbath. Every day in Christ is Sabbath. Every day we honor him in the way that we live. Every day in the spirit we ought to take our rest. Our rest came when we no longer had to kill the bulls. And the oxen. And the doves. We took our rest from that. Christ gave us the option there. When I accept Jesus Christ, I took my rest from that. I'm no longer obligated to go to the priest to bring a a, a clean, spotless animal that I can be redeemed. Or my sins can be atoned for. Christ did it. So he tells me here in verse 16, so don't let anyone condemn you. You got to work on a Saturday. Go to work. Don't let anybody condemn you. For what you eat or drink. And for celebrating any holy days. Or new moons. Or, or ceremonies. Or Sabbaths. For these rules are only shadows. Of the reality yet to come. And Christ himself is that what? Is that reality? Those things that were done then. Were a shadow. A they were a shadow of what was to come. And when Christ showed up, now you ain't got to look at the shadow. He here. The reality is, is that those things are done away. We don't longer have to live under those rules and regulations anymore. He is the rule and regulation. He is the, he is the keeper of my soul. My repentance to him, when I repent, see, the blood is washing Away my sins. All I got to do is just take a deposit and and, and withdraw. Mm-hmm. Withdraw from what? From what he has already done. I just need to hold fast to my faith, the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. That's all I got to do. Yeah. I don't have to live under the, what it says here, the authorities. People rules and regulation, Legalism. We gotta do away with it. Don't let anyone condemn you by insisting on pious self-denial or the worship of angels, saying that they had had a vision about these things and their sinful minds had made them proud. This is the stuff that we gotta be careful about. Don't don't let yourself be caught up in uh, this. Is the thing here, I, when I saw this, I said, "I'm gonna." I'm going to put a pin here. Don't let anyone condemn you by insisting on pious self-denial. Yeah. That anything that you do, anything you deny this flesh, now you can take pride in. It's because of your strength. It's because of your ability. Your righteousness is, is achieved. It is not. Go on and eat a ham sandwich. Go on and eat one. Because you will not obtain righteousness. Righteousness. By not eating ham no. You will not obtain righteousness By not eating ham Don't let anyone condemn you Who? Who's anyone? Nobody We gotta get out of this mind Of uh, of legalism mm-hmm. You know like I said That whole faith Uh, It's a whole uh, religion I'm not going to name the religion Because I don't want to offend anybody in that way But anytime You can rest Your salvation On what day of the week You worship Yeah that's a problem Christ has come And overcame everything But the day of the week He overcame He took the keys from Satan (laughs) And left him one The day of the week And a ham sandwich Okay That's how we gotta start looking at it What's to separate me from the love of God A ham sandwich Saturday Oh I I worked on Saturday Cause you can be at home I'm gonna tell you about the. If you go back to the Old Testament you can be at home on the Sabbath and if your heart ain't right with God what then? Let's take it today that you 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 honor the Sabbath and you home from Friday night to, to sundown Saturday night and you home but you doing the most you, your, your heart is full of 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 evil your mind is plagued you you plotting your next uh uh unrighteous move on the sabbath i'm just trying to see how that's working out how is that gonna stand in the presence of a holy god i just need to know how that's gonna work when he says i come to judge the heart of a man The heart is what's on the inside. And that's why we have to be careful because what's in the heart is going to come forward. And whatever comes out of the mouth, the heart speaks. That's why we got to be mindful about uh, what's in our heart. Because what's coming out of us is going to tell the truth whether or not we have a relationship with Christ. Sometimes I can hear people talk and It really makes me wonder if you have a relationship, if you have a relationship with Christ. Because in the heart is what God is judging. Let's go down to this latter part. Since we're talking about Sabbath and holy days and new moons. God said, "Mm mm-mm. He says, this is the stuff that we insist on, self-denial, and that, you know, I worship angels. People act like they don't worship angels, but when you get all bent out of shape because you think you found a feather, then that tells me you worship an angel somewhere. Obviously, you think they got more authority and power than your God. Um, this, <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I meant to, I meant to uh, play that song, but I may have to sing it. Um, this is the part I'm getting ready to come up to. Uh but just finishing off on that latter part says that saying that they have vision and these things about seeing angels, that their minds or their sinful minds have made them proud. In other words, sometimes people get all get a boast off of that. You know, I fasted for for, for 21 days. You know, you, you're all pious about it. Is this that that's giving you a righteous stand somewhere? It's not. it's not. Because people who truly fast that are that are seeking the face of God, you never hear about it. You never hear about it. I think my husband, uh, uh, only when he's going to be denied does he need to know when I'm fasting. If he's off at work, he don't need to know I'm fasting. <laughs> do you need to know I'm fasting? He's off at work. What do you need to know I'm fasting for? Surely the world don't need to know. Your friends, your cousins, your coworkers, your... No, When we do these things It's it's, it's self pious We're, we're, We're trying to establish that Somehow something we're doing Is putting us in this righteous position And it's not It's absolutely not So this is where we gotta Make sure we don't find ourselves in these places When it comes down to You know what the gifting of eternal life That God gave us The gift of life don't don't allow legalism to mess you up. Yes. Here, this part I got. I said, God has specific purpose, purposes for everything and everybody. We were created for a purpose. Don't try to change God's purpose. Uh, and I said that because a lot of times we try to change the, the, the reason why a person exists. Like my life. Sandy Powell. You know, God has a purpose for my life. <clears throat> I'm walking out my purpose that God has for me. The moment that I am deceased, I- I'm not going to be watching over my family. I'll tell y'all that now. When I when, when the Lord take me home, uh, I think the song is, uh, and I'm going to try to sing a little bit, but just so y'all can kind of get an idea what it, how it go. I got... I want two wings, two wings To veil my feet I want two wings, two wings To veil my face I want two wings, two wings To fly away So the world I can't sing the rest of it because it's so idiotic. That was a song that was out. About a person saying that when they, I guess, troubles of this world, when this, they want six wings. They want six wings wings. to escape the cares of this world. Back then, we had no idea how insane that was because it just every it was a known thing or known. Statement, not it wasn't known like it was factual, it was known because people said it that we will gain our wings. Mm-hmm. And this is the thing that messes up us on the earth into thinking that God changes his purpose for us. I gotta put this out here because God says it's a lie, and so anytime you a lie, a little lie. Just know it's a lie and a lie will destroy truth or come at truth and try to cover truth. We can't worship the one true God here on the earth because we thinking we're going to gain six wings when we get to heaven. Here in Isaiah. He describes to us what has six wings. It says in verse 6, verse 1 through 3, it says, And in the year of Uzziah died. Who was that you say? Uh, uh, Uzziah. 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 That I saw the Lord. He was sitting on a lofty throne, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Attending him was a mighty seraphim. Seraphim. Each having six wings. Seraphim. Seraphim, not the seraphim again. Seraphim. Six wings. With two wings that covered his face, two that covered his feet, and two that flew. Now I'm sure the brother who wrote that song back then, that's where he found this at. Mm -hmm. But I'ma tell you, he's all the singing. He can sing gospel and win the masses by the, by, by the grove. He will never gain six wings. He was never created to be an angel. None of us. He was created as a human. Oh. When a human being dies, mm-hmm. they are a deceased human. Just like if a cow dies, he doesn't die a cow. Doesn't, he's not a cow as a, as a living creature and then die and become a fish cat that dies is a dead cat. I'm making it in this mindset because this is how we got to take this off of our head and throw it. It's trash. It's garbage. It's a way for the enemy to distract us with, with, with putting energy in something that's meaningless that's not true. Your deceased loved ones are not angels. They're not guardian angels. They're not ministering angels. They are not sent to, to give you a message, to lead and guide you, to direct you. That None of that is true. But we have people that are consoled by this. But this is the, this is the consoling that is, it, when it's based off a lie, can it really console you? When it's a lie It's a false sense of comfort What we need to do Is that as believers Be about the evangelism So that we can find comfort In a person's transition So that we can uh, Be assured that their soul Is one Not that they will gain Wings, and now become. Look, some of the folks that we love didn't look out for us on the earth. They they didn't have our back here. They didn't they didn't take care of me on on this side. So when they get to heaven, you really think you. that they got my back? No, they've gained their reward. Look, to come and have to watch my sorrow is not heaven. For a soul to have to see me in the earth, in the state that I'm in in this world, that wouldn't be heaven for nobody. When I go to heaven, I want to be at peace. I don't want to see my children in anguish. That ain't peace. And so when we say, well, watch over us. No, we need to, to, we're speaking life to something that's not true. Who are we talking to if we're not saying, Lord, you watch over me. I'm giving permission for what spirit to watch over because it's not your loved one. What are you entertaining? We as believers, that's why we got to be slow to speak slow to these things that we try to gravitate to you know these legalism things these things that we pull out of the air uh, somebody throw you something that's come well you know such 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 as they don't gain their wings ah they're, they're your guardian angel now they're not they're not they couldn't guard themselves here it took a, it took a, a righteous guard to a righteous God to guard them. So the same righteous God that God that guarded them is the same righteous God I got to pray to. I can't now give a power and authority to a person that had to do the same thing I do. Fall on my knees and say, you are Lord. Now they have power and authority. They have no power, no authority. They have the same thing I do. They are hoping that they get in. Come on, people. Those are the things that are distracting. And although sometimes we find <laughs> comfort in that, I'm telling you, the comfort that we're finding is not real. It's a false. The comfort that we got to know is that God, in spite of my dis- my loved one that has gone on, you are with me. Not they. He is with them. Yes. God, Holy Spirit is with He's my comforter, not my deceased loved one. So we got here, we got um, Isaiah that describes what an angel looks like. I got another description of an angel, the cherubim, in Ezekiel. Ezekiel had a peak in chapter 10, verse 8. And all of this is going to be in there. Y'all can just go back and look at it. Yeah. Would you say, Dana? And they can't hold you spot for me. Yeah, until I get there. Yeah. We say all kinds of things that makes absolutely no sense. Sometimes some, of you, some people might be holding spots and folks ain't coming. <laughs> all the cherubims, first uh, Ezekiel 10 and 8, and then I'm going to skip to 12 and 14. It says all the cherubims had what looked like human hands under their wings. Okay, both the cherubims and the wheels, verse 12 says, both the cherubim and the wheels were covered with eyes. And the cherubim had eyes all over their bodies, including their hands, their backs, and their wings. I heard someone refer to the wheels as the whirling wind. Verse 14, each of the four cherubims had four faces. The first one was the face of an oxen. The second of a human face. The third was the face of a lion, And the fourth was the face of an eagle. That's not your loved one. When our loved ones die. And if they die in Christ. If they die in Christ. Absent from the body. Is to be present with the Lord. You will find in no scripture. Nowhere. Where your loved ones become your guardian angels. Become your lookout person. Uh, God does have ministering angels. That's what angels are. And I, gotta, I, I had a scripture I, I, that, that, that said that the angels are not the ones invited to sit on the right hand of, of the Father. They're not the ones that, that God promised to make their enemies footstools. They stand ready to minister to the people of God. That's their jobs. That's the angel's job. But they were made for that. Not your loved one. Your loved one's opportunity to minister to you was on the earth. Once they are gone, God has ministering angels that he created for that. Mm -hmm. For the body of Christ. Just like when Jesus was in the, in the wilderness, 40 days, 40 nights he was at the end of his time, angels came and ministered to them to him. They came to take care of his needs. That's, that's what the angels are for. They don't sit around just no, they are here to do the, 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 the beckoning of the Lord. They're here for the body of Christ. They're here to take care of our needs. Minister. Uh, you ever been in a place where you, you, you're that low, low, low? Well, see, God has sent a ministering angel to you. Oh, yeah, he'll send people to. But there's those angels that will minister to you. you find yourself in scripture. You start reading and you find yourself getting built up in the Holy Ghost. But loved ones don't do that. That are deceased. That have crossed over. We all have this life to live. We have one life to live. And once we have lived it, then the judgment. And our loved ones are not. So we got to take that lie out of our mouths. Because if we are speaking these things, we are speaking to something. Now this is what a part. Because we don't understand the spiritual realm of things. We're speaking to something. We're giving permission to something. To have an input around us. We're speaking to something to be able to be near us. So when you say, I my, my loved one is gonna be my guardian angel, no. But I don't know what you're inviting to yourself. Yeah, yeah. But take the lie out of the mouth so that you don't invite the wrong thing to yourself. We got to be very mindful of not to play into legalism and the world's way. If it's not scriptural, we can't have it. Children of God, if it ain't in the scriptures, we can't have it. If it ain't Bible, if it don't line up with the Word of God, whatever comfort you have is temporal. For us to think that our. Uh, uh, to me, my comfort is If I have a family member that I've gone on And I believe that they have uh, 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 Lay in rest In Christ See, that's, that's peaceable enough for me Because if I do get In a place of trouble And a, tr- a place of need A loved one that was on the earth Struggling like I was struggling Is not the one I'm calling on I'm calling on the name of Jesus I'm calling on the almighty God Holy Spirit, I need an intervention right here. God. That's what I'm calling on. I'm calling on the same power they had to call on. I'm not calling on any human, this side or the other, to come and rescue me from nothing. I need the Almighty God. The same one that set the heavens in place, the sun and the moon and the stars without collision. The ones that separate the sea from the earth, the walking creatures from the fish—that's the one I need, and that's the power that we need to allude to. That's the power that we need to call on. But when we give authority and power to principalities of this earth, because when we're when we're calling loved ones, our authority, our power, our keeping something. I'm telling you, you're not speaking to your persons, but you're speaking to something. Pull back from that mindset because the the enemy has made it very picturesque. He made a beautiful portrait of what that's supposed to look like. It's a false lie, but he's made a very nice picture of uh, loved ones that look after us. That have crossed over on time. You better watch them demons. Good, they said that, 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 that Satan could present himself as an angel of light. Yeah. Oh, he can transform himself into anything. That's why I said y'all watch these so-called family visitations. People, people that have gone on and now all of a sudden they show up in your house. You better watch that. You better call that demon out and, and send him back and, Oh, yes, ma'am. Yes, Mike, Caleb. That's it. The power of God belongs to him and him alone. We all, it says, every knee will bow. Your loved one, my loved one, me, you, we're all going to bow before the mighty hand of God. We're all going to bow before the white throne. So I don't know what power we're giving to loved ones, but they have none. If you didn't listen to him on this side, we'll make you think. That's what he told the rich man. Yo, you, you. We won't listen. We won't hear the prophets that are here before us. Because that's just praying. Oh, that's just Sandy. Mm-hmm. She a short little, yeah, She not, mm-mm, ain't nothing to her, ain't nothing to him. All the other prophets who were, there's nothing to him. If we don't hear the word of God from the men and the women of God, if we won't listen to the Holy Spirit that dwells with on the inside of us, what do we think sending back people who have gone on is going to do for us? Yeah, yeah. Nothing. We're still going to be a stiff-necked people. We need to pull back all of these legalisms. Take take your rightful place in in, in evangelizing, spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. Don't get caught up in these little race wars, you know, uh, uh, things that that have no bearing on our soul. Things that we try to put on the people that the Pharisees and Sadducees try to try to put on people to keep them in bondage about things that don't really matter. Nobody cares that you eat a ham sandwich. Do you have the love of God in your heart? Yes. Yeah. You worship God hopefully every day. Saturday, Sunday, what's the use of of having Saturday is your set day when Friday uh, well, Thursday and Sunday and Tuesday and Wednesday You living like Like the devil Mm-mm. God says no Don't box him there Don't put him in that box He is not about color He is not about the ham sandwich He is about what is in your heart And what is in your soul That's what God is concerned about. That's the defiling he's concerned about. Search your heart. See whether or not you be of the faith. If we got to make excuses to to walk this thing, hey, check your heart. Get away from all of these uh, uh, performances and acts of righteousness. And be righteous. God told us to be holy because he's holy. Mm -hmm. If we follow after the Holy Spirit and what he tells us to do, we'll find ourselves in the rightful place. Do we all do everything right? We do not. But thank God for repentance. Because wretched as I am, Mm -hmm. I want to be right. Right. See? Mm -hmm. I know ain't nothing right about me. Thank God for Jesus. Jesus. But I want to be right. The power of God is able to keep us. The power of God is able to deliver us. And the power of God is stronger than any day of the week. The power of God is greater than any animal on the earth that y'all can slaughter and eat. He's greater than that. Bring our minds and our hearts to the things that are important to him. Even back then when Jesus hit the scene in the natural, in the human form. The people of those days wanted him to come and fight a natural war with the Romans. He had no interest. That wasn't his purpose. He didn't come to save the flesh, to set any one people above another person. He came to set the captive free. Captive of what? Captive that was slave to sin. Yes. That was all of us. Every last one of us was slave to sin. And God said, I, I send my only begotten Son that sets you free from that. I didn't come to fight no race war. If you give your heart to God, if you give your heart to Christ, if you allow the Holy Spirit to rule and abide in you, race won't be a problem for us. Amen. We, won't, we won't treat each other bad because of race. If you let God rule and reign, you won't have to worry about which day of the week you worship. I worship God every day. Every day is a holy day. Amen. What day is the day we don't get to be holy? What day is that? The rest that we're talking about wasn't from a natural rest. Come on, yeah. carnal people. It wasn't no natural rest. Spiritual rest. The Sabbath was from a spiritual rest in the New Testament, in the yeah. New Covenant. The Old Covenant, it was a shadow. Remember? Remember? Was a shadow of the Sabbath See we rest From being enslaved to sin We rest in God We rest in Christ We rest in our salvation Through Jesus Christ We took our rest Every day becomes a holy Sabbath day Mm. Every day Is a righteous day Every day Every day we ought to look to God Every day Every day we ought to look to him for everything. Every day. Not one day a week. But every day my mind ought to be stayed on Jesus. Every day. And worship is a is an everyday thing. Who pick one day to worship him and live like the like the devil all the rest of the days? No. Some of y'all ain't working on the other days either. But anyway. I ain't sorry. They going to take rest on Sabbath. You ain't worked all week. (laughs) Go to work. Man don't work, don't eat. But we need to stay in the Bible. Stay in the Word of God. Stop walking in legalism. Picking up all of these uh, black power. uh, 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 Religions. Mm -hmm. Fuck that. That is not God's plan. He's not coming back for a color. He's coming back for a, a church. That's without spot or wrinkle. Coming back for a righteous people. And in there. He never called a color. From every nation. I just want to invite you all to put our thinking caps on. Stop being tossed by every wind of doctrine. Have an answer for your faith. And these things that people are saying out there that are ungodly, untrue, and half wit. You know, I know Scott Folk out here, you know, if you got, got Wi Fi, you, you can be a preacher online nowadays. It, it, and international at that. All you got to do is pay for them likes. Get where you want to go. But at the end of the day, you're gonna be accountable for your word. Yeah. You will be accountable for the truth and the lie. And I say, if, if you're gonna, if you're gonna teach this, teach the whole thing. Don't teach a piece. Teach it all. Yeah. We we're no longer slave to the. To, to, to the law. The law with, is within me. He lives. He lives, He lives, He lives. He lives in me. He walks out the law through me. Through you. All of us who yield ourselves to the Holy Spirit. God has the final say. Yes, you're right. Yeah, yeah. So my condemning people with an agape hat Oh, Yeah. Foolishness. Foolishness. But this is where we, the children of God, got to study. Show ourselves prove, Rightly dividing the word of truth. We ought to be able to speak to people and give them life. Not legalism's. It's not about the do's and the don'ts. It's about can your heart be turned over to Christ. Let him do the do's and the don'ts in you. Because soon as I turn my life over to Christ. And the Holy Spirit is now the head of my life. True head of my life. He will teach me. Lead me and guide me in the truths. He'll make the ways straight. He'll take away all the crooked paths. He's the one. Yeah, it's the power of God. The power of God allowed to work in your life will bring about a righteous result in your demonstration. Bring all your crumminess with you when you, when you give your life to God. Bring all your crumminess with you. Bring all of your, your unrighteous ways with you. Just have a heart to hear God. Have a made up mind to serve him. And I guarantee you, your unrighteous ways will fall off because you'll want to serve him with a whole heart and you'll want to please your father in heaven. Oh, yeah. No doubt about it. I want to say to each and every one of you, I love you. Keep your heads up. Keep your Bible hid in your heart that you may not sin against your Father, keep this head in your heart. Don't let people come and blow smoke. Don't agree to everything and agree to nothing till you see for yourself whether or not the word be true. Try every spirit by the spirit, not your spirit, by God's spirit. If they don't have the love of God in them, I wouldn't accept the word from nobody if we ain't got the love of God. Mm-mm. Know that God loves you. Know that you were in the forefront of his mind when he gave his son. When he sacrificed him. Know that you were in the forefront of his mind. That it was you he was thinking about. Although it was billions and billions of people who all benefit from it, your face still showed up. You are important to him. He loves you. He desires you to serve him. There is a place for us in heaven. But there's only one way to get there. And that's through accepting his son Jesus Christ. You have to acknowledge your wrong. And turn from your ways. And look to him. The author and the finisher of your faith. So until we see you again on Sunday. Know this. That we love you. We're praying for you. Keep your head up. Pay your tithes. Don't rob God. And then pray, talking about give me a blessing so you can rob him again. No. Do right. Do what's right before the Lord. And I just want to say I just love y'all. Be blessed.